0: Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Hey guys, this is Ress and this is the Overlook Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the disappearance of Victoria Noel and Daniel Santiago. Victoria Noel and Daniel Santiago have been missing from Honolulu, Hawaii since July 12, 2002. Victoria was the father, and he was 37 years old at the time of the disappearance. Noel was 11, and Daniel was 7. All three males are of Filipino descent, and at the time of their disappearance, Victoria, the father, was an officer in the United States Navy. According to reports, Noel and Daniel were living with their mother in the family home, and Victoria was staying in the barracks at Pearl Harbor. Their mother and father were estranged from each other at the time of their disappearance. Some sources state the couple had a fairly happy marriage until their father re-enlisted in the Navy. But at some point, their relationship seemed to have turned physically violent. The mother filed a restraining order against their father. and On July 12, 2002, Victorio had arrived at the family home to convince his wife to drop the restraining order and possibly reconcile with him. but. This actually just led to an argument. It's alleged that during this time, Victoria assaulted the boy's mother, his wife, and she had to flee to a bathroom where she locked herself in to keep herself safe. The injuries she sustained were so bad that it required her to seek medical attention after. Now, while their mother was in the bathroom, at some point, Victoria took the two boys and left and this is around one o'clock in the morning. Now, at first, this wasn't necessarily suspicious on its own, as he had taken the boys on his own for several hours at a time before, and it was fine. He always returned home, and they were safe. But because of the assault on his wife, police actually began looking for Victoria, Daniel, and Noel immediately. But they could not find them. In fact, No one has ever saw or heard from them since that night. Now, an extensive search was done in 2002. Honolulu police detective Phil Camaro said, and I quote, The investigation has not only included Oahu, but also the other islands. And we've looked into the possibility of Mr. Santiago leaving and going outside of the state or country. And on those searches, we came out negative. On the night that he left, Victorio took the boys in his rented car, a light green four-door 2000 Day Will Laganza with the license plate number JGS405 and the temporary base number 4705. But this car, well, it also disappeared. It disappeared with them. No one has ever located this car either. It had been rented from a thrifty rental car, and there were water searches as well, but nothing of significance ever turned up. The case was even featured on America's Most Wanted in 2008, but nothing major came from this coverage either. Now, eventually, it's noted that police found several letters written by Victorio going on about the failure of his marriage and being separated for his children. In some of them, it's alleged that he wrote about being suicidal, even asking that his body be cremated upon his death, but nobody was ever found. In fact, there's no direct evidence that he ever took his life, but there's also no direct evidence that he ever left Hawaii. And now it's been more than two decades and no one has still heard from him. And Hawaii is not that big. Almost no one believes that they could have stayed hidden in Honolulu, in Hawaii, this long without being found out. Now, later it is revealed to the public that eh, also in some of these letters, he wrote some really disturbing things. But most of it has not been released to the public. One thing that's been kind of chilling and haunting that the public did find out about these letters is that he was apologizing for something he was about to do. Now some have wondered if this is him saying that he was going to do something harmful to himself or his boys, but others have wondered if the something horrible was the attack on his wife. Others have argued it's possibly that he was talking about taking the boys and fleeing and not communicating with others. so far, we have no idea. Some have wondered if he has fled back to the Philippines with the boys. But family has denied knowing anything about where he or his sons could possibly be. Over the years, the family has renewed their pleas for help. Victoria's brother, Gillip, Is quoted by KOHN 2 News as saying, and I quote, I just want to see them and know that they are alive. I just want to know they are doing good and healthy and one day that we will be reunited. The brother went on to talk about how investigators have straight up asked him, okay, and if you were your brother, where would you be hiding? And he answered, honestly, yeah, I would be hiding in the Philippines. But again, as far as his brother knows, He has not contacted anybody in the Philippines. He's quoted as saying, It's always hard because we don't know. There's no closure on the situation. It can be sad if I know they're gone completely, but at least I know there's some closure already. But now that we're in limbo, we don't know. This year, Noel is going to be 32 years old and Daniel is turning 28. Now, officially, that's all the news that we know. Even though this case was covered on America's Most Wanted, their section of that episode was just only over four minutes long. I had a hard time finding information on this case, but I did come across some sleuthers who were writing about this case closer to the time that it happened. And even they have said that, yeah, it really did not get a lot of coverage. Now, of course, WebSleuth has a thread on this case. It's not very long, and most of the information is given by one sleuther who was really dedicated to this case. And they brought up some really interesting questions. The first one being, why did Victorio have a rented car? Now, I want to be very, very clear. This is going off information this particular commenter made. However, I do not have the sources of where they got this information and cannot confirm if the information they are commenting on is true or false. So please keep that in mind. But the commenter brought up this question of why was Victoria in a rented car? Because according to them, they found some information about Victoria and his wife's separation. And they state that they came across something that stated the household had two cars and Victorio had got the family car while his wife got the family van. And so one would think renting a car was not necessary. And it makes one wonder, did he already have something planned out? And that's why he got a rented car. Another question that's asked is, okay, if we're saying that maybe they left the island, How? This is Hawaii. This is not the mainland. So it's not like they can just get in a car and then drive from one state to another state and kind of hide out there. No, you kind of got to get on a boat or fly out of Hawaii. And detectives, they search plane logs, they search naval bases and boat logs and things of that nature. And they could find nothing where Victoria, Daniel or Noel was registered to leave Hawaii. Some have suggested that no, he could have found his way out and maybe he left really, really early. But you got to remember, this is 2002. 9-11 had just happened a year before and the way that we started flying completely changed. It was very strict. They were keeping up to date with details on who is getting on these planes and do you have the proper documentation due, making sure all these things had been logged in right. Now, some have suggested across the web that, Well, he was a Navy man. Could he have found other means? And the answer is uh, possibly, but the chances of it are very low. Another question that comes up in this case is, did Victoria withdraw any type of money and what type of personal belongings were left behind? Unfortunately, like other sleuthers, this was information that I just could not find, but that is information that I think could change the outlook of the case. With that being said, I'm pretty sure this is something that detectives have already went over and they already know the answer to. So now let's get to the theories. One of the first theories you'll come across in this case is that Victoria took the boys and he fled to the Philippines. It'll be easy for him to hide out there, even when detectives asked his brother, you know, if you were your brother and you had to leave, where would you go? That was his brother's answer, yeah, to the Philippines. But the issue with this theory is that it's been over two decades and none of his family in the Philippines has heard from him. Anytime there's quotes from the family or an interview, it's from Victorio's brother. And he always seems sincerely concerned and wanting answers. It seems genuinely sincere that he does not know where his brother or his nephews are and just like many people doubt he can go 20 plus years in hawaii without anybody noticing that him and the boys are still there people kind of wonder the same with him and the boys in the philippines i mean sure yes he can go there and he can escape the law but in 20 years with the boys now in their late 20s and early 30s again their father did not take them when they were one or two where he can tell them some story to cover it up and they just kind of stick with that story their whole life. No, they were older boys. They were old enough to still remember their mothers, still remember they had a whole other life. And people just don't really buy that they would be gone this long. And maybe their father wouldn't reach out. But not a lot of people believe the boys themselves would not have reached out to their mother or, or some type of news or attention to themselves to get reunited with their loved ones. Another theory I came across on WebSloops was that he possibly made it to the mainland with the boys. Now, this theory requires a little more fleshing out. One commenter noticed that there was an unidentified man who was found near the port of San Francisco, who has some similarities to Victoria. He provided a side by side of this unidentified man's sketch in Victoria, and you can definitely see it. But on top of that, there were some other things about how this man was found that made the user believe there's a possibility there could be a little bit of a tie in here. One, the man was found carrying items that weren't normally associated with individuals who are homeless. Things like a Skyway bag with cologne, electric shaver, and car keys. And the car keys were from a Kia on top of that the man had on him prescription glasses and again visually there's definitely some similarities now the man was found completely by himself which will lead one to wonder okay but if this was him where are the boys and the user did mention that yeah i know this one is kind of a long stretch but there was a couple similarities and they do kind of favor each other facially Another thing is the man was found with a wedding ring, but it was not on his wedding ring finger, which he noted that sometimes this can hint at marital troubles or distress. But like also with the theory of him escaping to the Philippines, there's still this idea of how would he have got there without there being a trace at all on him, any flight logs or boat logs or anything. That's the question. The next and final theory that you'll hear is that this was a case of filicide. Filicide cases are ones in which the person kills their own children. Many who have commented on this case have wondered, is there a chance that he purposely took his kid in the car and drove the car off into some body of water somewhere, somewhere secluded, which is why we still don't know what happened to the rented car and have no trace of it at all. There were searches done around water, possible entryways, and nothing was found. But if you listen to any other episode I've done where cars also go missing, usually what we found out is that, yeah, there's some water involved unless the car was completely taken apart for scraps and sold or used in other ways. But water theory tends to come up a lot whenever there's a car that disappears with the individuals as well. And then on top of that here we have this family on an island completely surrounded by water and while there's no evidence that this has happened that doesn't really deter folks because when cars are submerged in water it can sometimes be a long 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 time before these cars are ever found and they're usually found on accident. Especially when people don't know where the individuals in the car was last located or where they were headed. It's literally a guessing game for detectives when they were doing these searches. They have found nothing as of yet, but that doesn't mean nothing will ever be found. As of now, Victoria, Daniel, and Noel are all still missing. And there's family still asking, where are they and are they coming back? I ask that if you think you have any information that may be even semi-related to this case, that you reach out to detectives so we could possibly bring these individuals home. You can reach out to the Honolulu Police Department at 808-529-3115 or the Naval Criminal Investigation Services at 808 474 1218. And as always, I will have this information up on my Instagram as well. Now, guys, I thank you so much for listening. I ask that you guys be safe, you guys be vigilant, and you will have the final episode for this season from me on July 16, 2023. You guys have a good one. Bye. mean old lion media where black and brown voices truly matter join us today during the jeep celebration event right now get 20 percent below msrp for an average of 15,178 under msrp on the purchase of a 2023 jeep grand cherokee overland 4x e or summit 4x e